Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, and thanks for downloading the latest show from the Glasgow Screen Podcast, a.k.a. GigPod. I'm Stevie and this is another GigPod Chats 2 episode that we have for you. Now back in December 2016, we spoke to a man who scored one of Celtic's most important and iconic goals in our history. It is indeed a pleasure to be joined again by Harold Bratback this morning. Harold, thanks for coming on GigPod. It's a pleasure. Hello again. Now to the listeners that may not know this, after retiring from football you became a pilot. Harold, I read last summer that you're back flying again after being in limbo for months due to the pandemic. Is that still uh, is that still the case? And is everything as well as it can be, all things considered? Uh, no, I got uh, laid off again in November because uh, yeah, because of the ongoing situation, and obviously the airline had to to take all uh, necessary measures to to be able to to survive this. So for the moment I'm laid off, but uh, I have, um, at the moment I have, uh, yeah, I have a part-time position at uh, Rosenberg. Uh, so I'm enjoying, uh, enjoying working at the academy now with uh, the young ones. So uh, I've got uh, enough to do. So it's, uh, all things considered, it's, uh, the days are okay. And what is that involving day-to-day in the academy at Rosenberg then? What's your role specifically? Uh, my, my specific role is to take care of the forwards and the attacking part of the game. So, I, uh, I we have at the moment we have two teams in the academy, the under 16s and the under 18s, and they are uh, well. They have obviously we there is um, there's so many people involved in the academy now, so it's it's a really good situ- uh, situation for the boys. And uh, I am. As I said, responsible for all the attackers and the forwards in the in the in the academy. So it's a it's a good way of trying to learn and teach the the young boys how to attack and score goals. And what's the biggest challenge, like for yourself, when you're in that role dealing with the young forwards? I think the the, the biggest uh, challenge for me is to acknowledge that the boys are still young because the, the the youngest ones that have come to the academy now are. 
not even 15 yet. They have just turned, well, they are turning 15 this year. So I need to, um, in many ways, lower my ambitions of how to get through with uh, my my ideas and how to play. So uh, that's that's my that might be one of the uh, biggest hurdles to, hurdles to overcome. But uh, I have actually I have a um, a 14 year old in in the house uh, myself, so I I know how they how they react and how they how they behave. So um, it's. Uh, it's okay anyway, but that 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 would be the biggest challenge to to not be too quick with them. Speaking about challenges, when you were playing with Celtic, the talk was all about the ten. Now you know fine well just how important that was in this season. The chat was all about the ten as well. This time, of course, we were chasing it. So Celtic's collapse this campaign has been very well documented. Has it even made the news over in Norway? Uh, not so much because I don't think. Um, it would have been, it would have been a, because I, I think we have to be honest and, and say that Rangers are going to take the uh, title this year, and uh, I think it would have been even a bigger news if uh, Celtic was to take ten in a row, because that's quite an achievement. So, uh, but I mean, I'm not. It hasn't been talked too much about it, but I, I was, uh, I was back in Glasgow actually almost exactly a year ago. I was watching the. Uh, Celtic Copenhagen game, uh, and uh, I met uh, Murdo McLeod, which is obviously my good friend and my old uh, assistant coach, uh, assistant manager. And I told him that I I would like to come back as quick as possible next year to be able to follow the run towards the ten in a row. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not able to go back, and it doesn't seem to be. 10 in a row, so it's uh, it's kind of a strange situation at the moment, I must say. Do you experience the pressure surrounding the 10 up against an ageing but domestically all-conquering Rangers side? And it did go to the last day. The league looks like it's going to be over in a month or so. Again, I read your comments last summer where you expected Celtic to win the league and achieve that 10th title. Have you been surprised as myself and the rest of the fans just how bad this campaign's actually went for us? Yes, I, I am. I must say, say I'm, I am surprised because what I saw. Uh, well, I know, I know the potential of this team, so that that's why it surprises me that they haven't been able to perform uh, that this year. Because it's not so much. There's not so many, many new players, of course, and there's the same manager. Uh, but there was, I mean, football is a dynamic thing, and it changes all the all the time. But yes, I am surprised. Uh, and what I think I also did say that uh, I expect Celtic to win the league this year as well. But I think I also said that you have to be careful with the other teams because it is... I mean, obviously, Rangers have really performed well this year. We, we cannot deny that. But it's more the lack of uh, performance from Celtic that has really put made the gap so big. So yes... To answer your question, I am I am surprised. Neil Lennon has made out that the pandemic has been a huge factor in Celtic's poor form. And he's even said small things like not being able to go out, relaxing, socialising has played a big part in this. How much do you buy into that? Uh, I don't I haven't followed everything he has said or commented on and I haven't been able to see uh, so much of what the the, the Scottish Premier League has been uh, affected by the pandemic, but I think 
um, if you boil it down to what's, what the situation has been, it has been the same for everyone. So I, I, I think it's all about adapting and adapting to a new situation. And maybe the Celtic team haven't been able to adapt to this situation in such a good way that many others have made. But I think it's, it's, uh, it's more complicated than only saying that the pandemic is, is, um, is at fault. So I think, uh, as I said, football is a dynamic game and uh, you have to be on your toes all the time, all the time to, to really uh, to be at your best. And uh, that hasn't been the case for Celtic this year. And uh, it's, it's, it's not about dealing out blame, but I mean, obviously, Neil Lennon is the, the head of the, the, the team, has a lot of responsibility, but I also think that the players have a responsibility to perform and try to make the best of the situation. So it's all about professionalism, and I'm not saying they, they are not, but uh, it's uh, the football at the top level today uh, is so... The competition is so fierce, so you have to be. It, it's not. It's never enough at the top level with 97 or 98 percent. That could maybe give you a draw against the 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 the, uh, the least good teams. But when you meet the best teams, you have to be 100 percent. And Celtic haven't been that, and that's uh, that's made the gap so big this year. Looking at the Norwegian league as well. Even like Rosenborg, they finished fourth last season. How much did the COVID situation affect them compared to you know the other teams in the league? I think that we can we can say the same about the Rosenborg and as with Celtic because it's it's not it's not um, the basic fundamentals are the same for Rosenborg as well, and they were struggling last year. But that that has been actually to be, to be able to see how Rosenborg has been struggling. Uh, we have to go back uh, maybe at least three, maybe four years ago, because there were there were signs even then that the team wasn't uh, performing as well as they should. But it's difficult to see the small changes on an everyday basis because the um, I mean the 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 changes can be so small that you don't see them in one day or one week, but during a year or during two two years or three years. You will see the effect of not not practicing well enough, mm-hmm. not playing well enough. So they have also been struggling. And now the uh, the old coach Borgahara, that he came back. He was here when I was playing here in 2003. He did a good job then. But his task this year time is much bigger because he has to basically build a new team with a lot of new players. And they, uh, to be honest, I don't think that the, the Rosenberg team last let's say, three or four years, I don't think they have been uh, fit enough. And if you're not fit enough, you're not good enough. That's how hard it is at the top. I can relate to that, especially with Celtic's level of fitness this season. But moving on to Celtic's Norwegian players, we do, of course, have two of them in the squad and both are likely to move on in the summer. First off, Mohamed El Yanoussi, who is on loan. What's the chat back in Norway about his future? Because it seems highly unlikely Celtic will even pay half the money Southampton shelled out for him uh, from Basel, which was sixteen million. Yeah. And for a player, yeah. many have said is inconsistent. He's been our top scorer up until Tuesday, 
And I feel that he yeah. suffered due to bad management and our style of play being disjointed for the majority of the season. But I think he's a cracking footballer. So what's your take on him? No, I, I think that's also uh, a big, a huge, huge element. Uh, you, you mentioned it because uh, it's not that you, I mean, when you get the player to the club, obviously you look for someone that fits into your style of play. But sometimes you have to tweak and twist the team as well to make the players be the best. So it's 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 also uh, a complicated matter with how you use the players, how much they play, and where they play. So it's uh, I also think it's very good. And maybe it's, I mean sometimes you just don't fit into the team as good as you uh, hope to. Uh, and we also know that the the SPL is is the SPL doesn't get, get so much notice as the Premier League, of course. But I think uh, people don't realize how good the quality can be in many teams. So uh, I think also he has been uh, underperforming a bit. But it's not only due to his style of play; it's also due to how he may be used. So uh, I, um, but I, I agree with you. I think uh, if you say 16 million uh, from Basel to Southampton, I, I'd also I don't think that Celtic will spend. Eight million pounds on buying him. So, uh, but that's uh, that's too sad because I uh, obviously I like him as a player and I also like Norwegian players at Celtic. So um, uh, I'm a bit biased there, but uh, it's um, let's hope that they can uh, make the most of the rest of the season. And Chris Ayer, who, despite being part of a defence that has been catastrophically bad at times this season, he'll be very much in demand this summer. Now, personally, I hope Celtic throw everything they can at keeping him, but I'm also realistic and understand that he will probably want to seek a new challenge elsewhere. What's the talk about his future back in Norway? Uh, well, the talk is uh, mainly about how he can continue to contribute on the on the national team because uh, the Ståle Solbakken, the pre- the former Copenhagen uh, manager, he is also back in the national team. So uh, he would like him to be one of the key players for the for the future. So I think the, the, the main talking point for him is, does he get the best game situation or the, the, the match situation with Celtic? Uh, someone says yes, someone says no. I think the good thing about playing at Celtic, you will always be able to... to Control and and uh, and I mean rule the games as you want and, and be a good player in that sense. But I also think that he personally maybe would like to have a new challenge. But I, I think that's uh, again Norwegian players. I think I love that. So I I would also like to see him stay on. But uh, it's maybe unlikely to hope for that. Uh, and uh, and here in Norway, as I said, the the main. The, the, the main reason for him uh, to move on would be to still be a, a key player for the national team. So, uh, but I, I think he could he could be a key player for the national team, even uh, even uh, at playing for Celtic. But um, we'll see when the summer comes. What's happening with uh, with all the clubs and the pandemic and everything? It's going to be a very long summer for Celtic, who's considering the amount of players that are likely to depart. We've got a huge rebuild on our hands as well. It's going to be quite interesting to see how that goes. I just wanted to also say, finally, Harold, I noticed your son Philip is playing for Rosenborg. How's he been getting on? 
Yeah, I could send him to Glasgow on the next plane when they start flying again. <laughs> so uh, no, he's doing he's doing well. Uh, he he uh, signed his uh, first professional contract uh, last uh, year, a year ago, and uh, he played with Rosenberg for the the season, but he didn't get much many games. So he went on loan to one of the uh, championship clubs. And he got to play 15, 16 games, and he was really happy about that. So now he's on loan again, but to the um, to the second biggest club in in Trondheim. So uh, they also play in the championship. So uh, he will uh, hopefully get some good, good, um, good practice with playing at the second highest level. So I'm obviously hoping that he can can learn from that and uh, hopefully maybe take a step back to to, to Rosemary and, and uh, I think he has the quality to to be there at one point so uh, so it's exciting to follow him and uh, especially of course when it's when it's my own son it, it makes it a bit special but uh, I've had him for two years at the academy as well so it's uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, I know I know how he how he performs and know how he he uh, would like to have things so I think for him to move to to the championship again now it's uh, it's a good way to get some games and respect and and be ready for the next level well Harold I know that we had a very small window before you have a busy day to carry on with so yeah. all I can say is thanks a lot for coming on GigPod thanks for doing this and all the very best for the rest of the day thank you um, uh, my pleasure to be on and I'll be on next time you want me again so uh, hail hail let's go for it Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.